Thanks for choosing a 3CR podcast. Throughout June 2022, we're running our annual Radiothon when we ask you, the listener, to make a donation so that we can continue to make great radio. Your donation will help keep us community-owned and community-controlled. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash donate. And with that done, please enjoy your podcast. Hi, welcome back to another episode of Curing the Air. Before I start, I would like to acknowledge um, the traditional owners of this land, uh, past, present and emerging, always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Hi, my name is Sasha Sidek and I'm new to the Curing the Air. So this is my first gig here um, and I'm accompanied with uh, my co-host Iris. Hi, Iris. Hi, hi Sasha. Hi. Did you have a good weekend? Yeah, it was good to see a few friends last night, but I feel really tired and today was a bit dreary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um well, for me, I went to a great party last night. It was the Vogue Ball. It was my first experience at the Vogue Ball last night. And um yeah, and Jacob from Corinne as well, our co-host, uh, was at, at the ball yesterday. It was so much fun. It was um, it was such a community base. It was so empowering, especially for trans women of colour, because this event is all about people of colour. So it's so nice to see people um, like us over there last night. Um, so today, I mean, I'm... Today we have a few stuff to talk about. Um, something that really, really um, disturbing, to be honest. What happened mm. in Oslo? How about we? Yeah, we'll talk about some of the news and yeah, yeah, yeah. reflections later in the show. We won't get into that yet. Um, no, not yet. But one of the but... one of the one of the things we are highlighting on today's show is the bands, the Reginas, mm. um, which will be coming up earlier in the show. I'll get them on. The line for you listeners on 3CR Radical Radio. And we do have to remind people about Radiothon, don't we? Yeah, we have to because we haven't reached um, 250 grand yet. Um, probably just 190 at the moment. So please, everyone, we really need your help. We need your donations. So if you could help us and donate now, um, every cent count. And it's also tax deductible. So please call at 94198377. Um, you can also send check or money order made out to 3CR, P.O. Box 1277, Collingwood, Victoria 3066. Um, I believe you also can SMS to 0488 and also, you can also donate online at 3cr.org.au slash donate. Please, we really need your help. Um, we, we already, you have been very generous um, for some of the donors from last Sunday um, who has donated um, to 3CR. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for your generosity. All right, this is by Mama Altol. This is um, a song that she sang live. So... Uh, Mama Ato is a big advocate um, and as well as CEO at uh, Transgender Victoria. Um, so have a listen.
that was Mama Alto um, from Transgender Victoria. She, I think, this is just my own opinion. I think she is doing amazing. I think there's a, a drastic change when she entered uh, Transgender Victoria because there's a lot of, especially um, trans minorities and trans um, women of color has been, you know, has has never been visible. And now trans people of color are taking back their space, which I love this. I mean, um, they prioritize a lot of vulnerable trans people and also trans women of color. And also trans sex workers as well is being celebrated as well. You're listening to 3CR Community Radio, Melbourne's voice of dissent. 3CR Community Radio, 855 on the AM dial, streaming live at 3cr.org.au or on 3CR Digital in Melbourne. I like this song that um, uh, uh, Jacob played last uh, Sunday, and I'm going to play this again. Welcome to Korean and 3CR Community Radio. So we have Dawn, Emily and Frankie on the line from the Reginas. Um, do you want to introduce yourselves, listeners? Uh, so we are the Reginas. I'm Frankie. I'm Emily. And I'm Dawn. Cool. Yeah, would you like to tell us a bit more about your band? Um, we'll play the track a bit later, but for listeners who won't be familiar with it, but how did you, like, form your band? And what sort of music um, do you do? Well, me and Frankie, we originally started the Reginas um, with the mission of protesting against the misogyny that for some reason still exists, um, but we wanted to do it in a fun and entertaining way. Uh, we started with a cabaret show called Edelmeyer, which was in 2019, and we played that show, uh, theatre show down in Albury, and we got a drummer then called Kevin, um, and then we figured out the practicality of touring was a little bit tricky due, uh, due to expenses and the lighting and sound, so we thought we would use time um, during COVID to write story time with the Reginas, uh, and this year Dawn came on board with us, uh, which was really great. So we wanted to run this show because we can run it basically anywhere. It's um, We could put it in someone's backyard if we actually wanted to. So, um, yeah, that's kind of why we formed. And I guess also I want to say that we originally with Edelmeyer, we made a very clear decision to go with theatre over a band. Um, we wanted to ensure that we had a captivated Captive. or captive <laughs> audience. Um, and we just like the idea of storytelling. As a theatre-goer, um, I think that we all experience the same thing, that the show continues all the way home um, as we continue to engage in the conversation about what we've just experienced. And I think that um, that was something that we we really wanted 
um, for our audience as well with the topics that we touch on in our show. Um, yeah, and for me, speaking as a, as a new uh, recruit, so to speak, I joined the band about two or three months ago. Um, it was kind of just through sheer luck of um, being connected to Facebook and seeing Emily post about needing a bassist for her band. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I want to I want a chance to play music with Emily again. <laughs> um, but also, um, yeah, in a way, it feminist in me. I, I actually realized I was like, a feminist or like supported feminism before I fully realized I was trans. Um, it was like in the same year, but like like several months between us. So it was like a cool kind of thing um, to like really go back to like really punk feeling thing about lip singing, about politically relevant, socially relevant things to instill change in people, but to do it in a fun way. Um, and I've really enjoyed the experience. Awesome. It sounds like it's been a really like great thing that everyone's involved in. And speaking of what you're involved in, you have like a upcoming gig at um, the Leap and, Leap and Bounds Live Music Festival. Would you like to speak about what you're doing there? Um, Are you happy to talk to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. Um, yeah, so the, the Leaps and Bounds gig that came out about is me, like um, I'm putting in time at Hair Hole. Um, which is uh, the place formerly known as um, Hairs and Hyenas in Fitzroy. Um, it's now kind of standing alone as its own uh, venue. And like in like the 15 year history of the place, it's always been a place for like uplifting marginalized voices. It's had a long history of that um, thanks to the hard work of um, the owner Crusader. And um, yeah, I, I think it's the perfect venue for us. Um, it's actually hosted a bunch of cabaret um, style shows and comedy and, drag performances, so on before. Um, yeah, we're coming into that space as uh, as women, as queer women. Um, I'm a trans queer woman of color. Um, we're there to really t tell our stories and kind of approach it from, yeah, this uh, theatrical, um, but honest and vulnerable kind of, uh, yeah, uh, storytelling experience. Um, and um, I, yeah, hopefully it's, it's going to be like the start of further sh um, for further shows elsewhere. But it, it's really exciting to have Hair Hole as the as the genesis of that. And the show itself is going to be importantly uh, on Saturday, um, just in six days. Saturday, the second of July. Um, doors open at eight thirty um, for a nine pm start, and the address is sixty three Johnson Street, Fitzroy. Good on you, John. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank thank you for that. Um, yeah, I think we heard a bit earlier about some of the themes that your work touches on. I was thinking maybe we could hear some more about that, particularly like the role of punk in like combating misogyny. Does anyone have any thoughts? Yeah, look, I yeah, look, I guess um, we. We wanted to write the stories that explain the songs. I know songwriting does an amazing job at telling stories, but I think this takes it to an, an even deeper level. Um, and Dawn touched on it before that we are, we are mostly sharing our own personal stories. Uh, they're done in a fairly raw and exposing way. Um, we share our anxieties and our vulnerabilities. And some of those stories are sad and some of them are funny. So um, the stories that we tell, we have these themes throughout the show um, and some of them range from stories of um, me car camping in the city to protesting and, you know, other people's ideas and thoughts on that, as well as, of course, um, you know, touching on the pretty... Um, ordinary uh, discussion that we still having to have to have around sexual assault, um, let alone, um, and then of course misogyny that we, that is ever present everywhere we go. Mm. Yeah. Anything else to add there or anything else to add in terms of what musical influences the band has had? Or not the Yeah, band. look, um, yeah, and 
it's interesting because we um we do do quite an eclectic mix of um music within the show that was pretty deliberately done because you know sometimes we are telling some pretty horrific stories some sad stories we want to look after our audience too so when we you know we might be singing about something pretty ordinary but not to be making light of it but also just looking after our audience so sometimes you know we might be talking about a pretty ordinary thing that we are dealing with in society but we might um, write a, you know we have a song uh, for example it's called The Bull I Rapist um, and just about how you know that sort of stuff is something that was flashed all over put all over the front page of a newspaper and yet you know, we know for a fact that that's not a random person that does that sort of stuff. But, you know, we did a, um, a the, the genre for that song is more of a dance song, um, just to try and keep things a little bit upbeat. Um, just because these things are happening doesn't mean we need to be survivors and getting on with it. Um, but I guess punk is such a, a great um, vehicle to be fun, but be angry and really get our point across. So, um, you know, I guess our influences as a band has been from like, with bands like Freak, uh any of the bands that Kathleen Hannah formed, like Bikini Kill, Julie Ruin, um, but PJ Harvey as well, Martha Wainwright. You know, we've got some beautiful piano ballads or acoustic guitar ballads in there as well so um yeah we mix it up quite a bit and um hopefully um the aim anyway is for us to really entertain our audience but really um touch um their hearts as well mm. yeah yeah i'm hearing a lot about like the role of like humor in storytelling there from you and it's not just like talking about you know the horrible experiences many people affected by misogyny experience but it's like telling it in a way that's humorous and it's like caring for the audience as well yeah we 100 percent want to look after our audience we don't want people walking away feeling shocked and horrified um, I think, anyway, we're not really going to be presenting anything that's going to be new to anyone. Yeah. No. Um, I seriously doubt that. Uh, but I also think, you know, the conversation really needs to keep going. If it hasn't already started, I'd be surprised any of our audience members haven't had that conversation. Um, but it's definitely something that we can't forget about and we need to keep talking about it and we need to keep fighting it on a day-to-day basis. Can yeah. I just give a, a, a special mention to one of my favorite songs um, uh, like that we do? Um, uh, we have a we have a song called Bodily Functions, um, and I <laughs> I love that song because it's basically just you know about owning um, you know uh, yeah the things that you know the body does that like we may we're taught to kind of repress and feel shameful about, especially um, as, as women to like. You know, um, I remember like hearing the myth, like, like that growing up, the girls don't fart and stuff like that. Um, and I, I'm writing a story about that to tell it as part of our next set. Um, but bodily functions is, is like this beautiful piano ballad um, played by Emily, and yeah, and Frankie's like you know soaring on her vocals above that, and I've put a viola into it, and really it's about. And then the song will have lyrics saying, you know, just let go of your fun and it's it's just like it's really funny it's it's just a nice kind of magical mix of you know humor and heart I think I think that's what and, you know yeah. yeah beautiful music and talking of feeling <laughs> <laughs> yeah awesome I love that um is there any other like instruments that anyone plays that hasn't been mentioned that you'd like to speak about in I think Dawn's the uh, the queen of multi instruments. <laughs> what else do you play? What don't you play? More more likely. Well, I yeah. I mean, for for this band, I, I play bass mainly, and I have viola for one song. But um, 
we've probably mixed it up a bit. And like I've I've talked about bringing in Irish bazooki, banjo, <laughs> maybe double bass. There's a lot of things I want to play and get stuck into. But like it, you know, we're like within the constraint of the show. Sometimes it's simpler just to have regular bass for a lot of the songs. But like I think it it fits well. And there's some spaces with the other songs where we might play around and vary the instruments between showings. Um, yeah, we still have a week until our show. And in that last few rehearsals, you might change things around a bit. So who knows what you'll see me on, on the day, but. <laughs> yeah. Can I also just point out that I, I play the cowbell <laughs> in one song. <laughs> yes. And I play with a broken wrist. So between yeah, us. Yeah, the last, the last show we did, uh, um, yeah champ it's just <laughs> forged through yeah. despite breaking yeah, her wrist and playing footy so um yeah <laughs> we're committed to our craft if nothing else <laughs> yeah definitely cool thank you um, so much yeah yeah thank you so much for sharing everything there um can we can we get the details again um for the show yeah yeah, yeah um it's, so uh... Yeah, you go, John. You've got you it. Sure. Tell All right. Yes, yeah. Please. It's um, the show is Saturday, the second of July. Um, so in six days, at sixty-three Johnson Street, Fitzroy, which is Hare Hole, Melbourne. Uh, doors open at eight thirty um, for a nine p.m. start. Where do we get tickets? Yes. Uh, there's a try booking <laughs> link, uh, or you can search uh, Story Time with the Reginas, and it should come up with the Leaps and Bounds Music Festival link. Um, the try booking might be there too if you, yeah, if you give it a search on Google. Um, I've also yeah. found it through the Leaps and Bounds um, yeah. uh, webpage as well, Dawn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll definitely be on through there. But yeah, oh, whatever yeah. comes up first. Whatever happens. Yeah, Hairhole will definitely be plugging it again um, <clears throat> before, um, yeah, before yeah. the show goes live. Um, but yeah, definitely hope to see. Uh, um, more people there. Yeah, um, and good luck and yeah, have fun, along, break a leg, along. not yeah. literally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, good luck. And okay, so one last thing, any closing thoughts? And later in the show, I'm going to be mentioning that it is 44 years since the Gay Solidarity Sydney Mardi Gras March was brutally attacked by police. So if you have any closing thoughts on that, you can add them or we can leave it there. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I just... Do you want yeah, to go, go Frankie or me? Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll speak to that. Like, and I think, um, you know, it's, it's just, it's an interesting kind of like cyclical, uh, like things that like that now, like we have at the end of Pride Month um, and having that history of uh, the, the police crackdown looming over us also in concert with um, the great pushback against reproductive rights in the US, you know, um, there's, it's, it's just our, like highlighting the constant need to like support each other um, and to like protest these uh, state government structures that are out there trying to, you know, to tear us down, to, to box in marginalized people. Um, these struggles are related and like in feminist, feminism is intersectional. And um, yeah, we, we should, yeah, we should realize the links between these things and, yeah, come out in solidarity between all of them and recognize the history that, um, yeah, that queer people in this country have been through, that women have been through and so on. And yeah, absolutely. Um, so I guess, yeah, just adding on to that, Dawn, is I think the thing that why we do what we do is because these things do present on the news and they're there, you know, for a sh very short period of time. And um, the nature of the news these days is that we forget days later um mm. but hopefully you know our aim is that when we hear it as someone's story it will resonate with us and it'll affect you know it affects us and it moves us and um way more than that snippet on the news so i know and i mean you know the the historical events yep um we want to keep those in our minds um but also when it's something new on the news Mm. We want to keep those in our minds as well. And hopefully our show will help to do that. Mm. Yeah, awesome. Connecting the person on political. Mm. Yeah, and on, on Dawn's point, when I was looking at some of the material um, on the 78ers website, they mentioned that 
at the 1978 National Homosexuals Conference. They left the conference to protest against a 4,000 people strong anti-abortion rally. So, yeah, the same as oh, wow. like then. It's like people making the links and coming together in solidarity yeah. against reactionary forces. It's yeah. so important and it's, it's so great to like, yeah, look back on the legacy of that and actually, yeah, want to continue that, whether, yeah, in protests and in song and whatever we do as, yeah, as creatives, as, as yeah. Cool. We'll leave it there. Thanks so much um, to Emily, Dawn and Frankie from the Reginas for coming on Queering the Air today. Thanks so Thank much, you. Iris and Sasha. Thank you, guys. Thank you. And good luck. Thanks, Sasha. Thanks, Iris. Bye. And before we start, before we play that song, you know, I'm talking about 2nd of July on Saturday, um, Queer Formal Melbourne by uh, Minus 18 is back. It's, uh, if no one's know what's, que what's Queer Formal, Queer Formal is a life-affirming identity celebrating night for LGBTQIA plus young people H. 12 to 19 only, to make friends, connect to community, dance the night away and be their true selves. So, um, <clears throat> sorry. And um, this this event will be on Saturday, 2nd July, and 6.30 to 10 p.m. Venue is National Gallery of Victoria, 180 St. Road. Um, tickets are free, so you need to get on to the ticket. So I guess you can go to... Uh, minus 18 page on their social media you can find um, probably tickets there or also you can go to e even bright um, website and just look for minus 18 and they're pretty sure there's um, um, the queer formal mm. Melbourne 2022 so yeah. yeah so it's a celebration of young um, young queers so he, I, I'm pretty sure this is this is amazing because I heard it's going to be a, a really bigger and better and more colourful this year. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for that, Sasha. Um, so now I'm going to play a track from the Reginas called I'm a Slut. We won't play it to the end, we'll just play a, the first half of the song for you. Stay tuned to Queering the Air on 3CR Community Radio. song and it concerns a disease whose classification according to the International Classification of Diseases is 302.0. I don't believe that sort of thing 
for you is Glad to be Gay, Sing If You're Glad to be Gay by the Tom Robinson Band from the 70s there, quite well-known um, song then. It was played during the 78 Mardi Gras protest that was smashed by the police. That's why mm-hmm. I was playing that one for you on Queering the Air. And before that was I'm a Slut by the Reginas. I love that song. It's so empowering. And you know what? When I was listening to that song, it just reminded me last night when I was in um, at the toilet at the event. And there's two queer women was talking about sex work, was empowering themselves, talking about sex work. And then some other people just come into the conversation and said they are sex workers too. Some of them are from Sydney, trans women from Sydney. And a conversation become really positive. And I was being there listening to them. I was, I was a bit tipsy, but I was feeling empower, empowered by their conversation because they are taking back their power, you know. You can't slut shame people anymore because if you take back that power, people can't slut shame you anymore. If you're, I'm happy to say I'm a whore. I'm happy to say I'm a slut, and nobody can actually bring you down because you took back that power. You 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 embrace that word. So thank you for that song, the Regina's. Um, I love it. So I might put that in my playlist. So um, let's talk more about the um that that night that happened on the 70s yeah. on the first Mardi Gras protest yeah. and police violence. I mean, let's talk about the history. I mean, you know, um, even though things are getting better now, but we still can't forget what actually happened to our community. 
right? I yeah, res- I was like reading up some of the material <clears throat> this morning and to quote a few sections from the 78ers.org.au website, I'm quoting now, the first Mardi Gras was held on June 24, 1978, was planned as an addition to the morning demonstration to mark the anniversary of the Stonewall riots in New York in 1969. Yeah. And it goes on to say that it was about solidarity with um, queer communities in San Francisco that had sought international solidarity yeah. and were calling for people over the world to march in solidarity against the oppression that particularly homosexuals but also trans people, sex workers face. Um, but we also know, yeah, there's lots of divisions in the movement, like Sylvia Rivera had to... Yeah. Um, because of, yeah, the sort of homonormativity stuff, she had to give that that speech, that famous speech, I think was that was in... Was that the late 60s? Um, but that speech, like, you bet you don't, you don't quiet down here, that sort of called out white gay people for not talking about trans people in prison, not talking about mm. trans people. And I feel like reading this history, a lot of it's like the, things change, but also things change, stay the same because um, there was about 50 people arrested in, in, in the night of 1978. And 53 people. 53 people. Mm-hmm. And, and they yeah. were also beaten up in their cells. Mm. Yeah, that that is disgusting. Isn't that illegal? Um, yeah. But you know what? Um, yeah, I don't know why people hate gay people. I mean, we can understand that because gay people are fabulous. Because, mm. <laughs> but you know what? I I wanna I wanna talk about sometimes a lot of the writings. Right? They only. A lot of the authors only acknowledge gay men and lesbian women. Like yeah, in exactly, on here, they yeah. say like um, uh, several hundred uh, gay men and lesbian women took to Sydney Street to champion queer visibility and to protesting. What what happened to trans and gender diverse people? They were there. Mm. They were there from day dot. They've yeah. been fighting for us. Like Carmen Rupert was there, um, and uh, Roberta Perkin was there. Mm. Um, so why trans people are not mentioned? Usually trans people are yeah. not even mentioned on all these um, old articles. Yeah, the, yeah, it's like this, the systemic like um, transphobia, racism and biphobia still. Yeah. That's, and it's evident in the Mardi Gras like parade. There is like the ongoing like protests against inclusion of police when they still mm. inflict violence. But it's also the fact that Mardi Gras is called the... Sydney lesbian and gay yeah. organization right? it doesn't even acknowledge other communities, which is pretty ridiculous. Talk, yeah, I thought you you preach about inclusivity, but where are the trans people? And yeah, yeah. so um, yes, I do um, question sometimes why um, why can't you change? Because you say you want you preach about inclusivity, but where is the trans people in there? You always yeah. say gay and lesbian uh, Mardi Gras. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, what was the other thing I was going to mention? Yeah, um, mm. there was a, there's a Star Observer article on this as well, and I think like the best part of it is actually the end of the article. It really should have opened about this, but it talks about um, an anecdote that Tracy Atkinson and her partner Alison Todd talk about, um, and I'll quote from the article, a line of police cars pushed the marchers towards a wall of huge police officers, and when they arrived at the cross, the scuffle broke out. The police throwing people into paddy, wa- paddy wagons and slamming doors, Atkinson says. So in retaliation, the girls were out, trans people, sex workers. They all came over and tipped their strawberry milkshakes over the cops. Mm. What really struck with me is that it lifted our visibility. We made our mark that night. So there you go. A little bit of an anecdote there that isn't as well like told as other anecdotes, I guess, from 1978. Yeah. Yeah, um, this also reminded me of this documentary that I, I watched. It's, I think it's called The Trafalgar Square. It's about, um, um, sorry, it's not Trafalgar Square. It's, it's about this club in, in Melbourne where uh, it's a gay club where a lot of celebrities go there as well. I think this is probably in, in the 90s. I'll try to find out and I'll tell you um, a bit of the story Um probably next week um yeah gay people are being treated badly they were forced to to get naked in front of everybody in front of the police because that club was raided and um but you know what 
they fought back. Do you do you remember you this incident? The, are you talking about a tasty nightclub in in Melbourne? Yeah. Do you remember this yeah, incident? Yeah, in the nineties, there yeah. was like four hundred people strip searched. Correct. And like, yeah, sexually assaulted. I guess this has been a bit. Yeah. The episode we could have, um, for one listeners, we're mentioning this stuff, but but we're not talking about it in detail. So it's yeah. just yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but this is. This is all the history that all the gay and lesbian and trans people had to go through with the police, with the authorities. Yeah. They, um, they treat us like second-class people. They, treat, they didn't treat us like humans at all at that time, you know? Yeah. And I'm just glad things are changing now. Um, yeah. Even though we still do find... There's always bad apples in, in every places. So, you know, we still do have stories about people going through with police and you know especially for sex workers mm. um but because they they're abusing their powers yeah yet. like in speaking of police abusing their powers new south wales police i don't know if you heard about the blockade australia action and yeah. they were like heavily raided by the new south wales police yeah and they're fighting for like climate justice but the state just cracks down on them right and yeah in victoria like the police association here stands in solidarity with um mm. cops that kill black people here yeah and they fu- they funded the cops that um that uh, like leaked Danny Laidley's photo this was like a heavily publicized like incident of like oh this, this is like um Danny Laidley was like leaked and like embarrassed like a trans woman embarrassed because the police like um yeah leaked her fault fo- leaked her her photo while she she was in custody for an offence. And so so that sort of blew it up. But it's played out in the courts. But none of the police have actually... All the charges were dropped. So the system still... It changes, but it's still... It's like... It's still... The injustice is still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though things a lot has got better and it's been um, uh, a progress. And, but still, you know, this is still happening. I mean, sometimes it's just behind closed doors. We don't hear some of this, the stories. And you know what, talking about this as well, I just want to uh, 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 sorry, <laughs> I got choked a little bit. I want to talk about that shooting near gay bar investigate a terrorism in Pride Parade that is in Oslo. There's a few people died as well. So that's why the annual parade in Oslo was cancelled this Saturday because of the terrorist attack. Um, yeah, out of places, I yeah, Oslo. I thought it was very progressive country, but you know what? You know, this is, um, we need to stay woke because things can happen anywhere. Sometimes it does um, come to my mind if I go to a club, a gay club, and we're being attacked. You get what I mean? So, um, yeah, we, 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 we need to be aware of this. I mean, like, places like Oslo shouldn't be happening already, but it happened. So, um, yeah, so um, anything else that you want to add, Iris? Is there any more events that are coming up? Yeah, I'm sure there are. I think Jacob, the other member of the team. Yes, Jacob has sent on us. A few yeah. for us. So there is a beers for queers. <laughs> I love this. Um, that is in the Fox Hotel, 3351 Wellington Street, Collingwood. Um, that will be happening. Um, when When is this? Uh, is this? T- this is 16 July. Yeah, 16 July at 5 to 5 p.m. to 1 a.m. So, um, so this Beers for Queers is your favorite free Melbourne queer party held at the Fox every second month featuring the Raiders queer market DJs and performing from afternoon till late. So, yeah, so you want to check that out. There's a Facebook page as well. So it's called Beers for Queers July Batch. Yeah, please check that out. And there's one more as well. Um... Aurelia Sinclair? Yeah, I said what I like 
let's see, it says, I quote, if you like comedy that punches up and or are queer, hot and addicted to iced coffee, this show is for you besties. A uh, one-woman comedy show tackling important issues such as share house living and probiotics for dogs. Definitely sounds like an interesting description. I would yeah. go to that. I like, like covering like share house living in a funny way. That would be interesting. That would be really interesting. <laughs> so I guess we're getting towards the end of our show and mm-hmm. hopefully we'll be able to play the song that... Yes, for Miss Catalina. Unfortunately, we had some... <laughs> yeah. This is community radio and... Yeah, we do need um, financial support from listeners mm. to keep things afloat. Maybe get maintain the aux cords that keep all the cords here that uh, that uh, keep three CR going. Thirty dollars pays for one month of coffee su- coffee supply mm. um, for people late at night here. And I didn't have coffee, but I had a caffeine tablet. We need that sometimes on a Sunday, <laughs> especially like today. Um, yeah. And um, you can donate online at 3cr.org.au uh, slash donate. And you also can call at 94198377 or you can even text uh, SMS uh, at 0488809855. And you also can send your check or money order made out to 3CR. The address is P.O. Box 1277, Collingwood, Victoria 3066. It's been nice being here today. Um, Iris, thank you so much. Yeah, it's been a good way to, um, to what you call it, a <laughs> verb to like, like, yeah, throw out the dreary day a bit mm-hmm. in drizzly grey day here in so-called Melbourne. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I hope everyone stay safe, stay warm. And um, if you're driving, stay focused. Um, yeah, so you've been listening to Curing the Air. My name is Sasha Sidek. And I'm Aris Lee. You know what? I want to play this song because last night at that event, the judges stopped the ball, paused the ball, um, and acknowledged my sister, my very good friend, Miss Catalina, she's a big advocate and activist for our community. Um, and the judges paused the ball and acknowledged her. And um, people were cheering for her. She was in tears. You know what? It feels, I really feel so happy for her because she's been doing so much for our community. And it's really nice to be acknowledged. I mean, like, this, this, we don't even know who these people are. And they were acknowledging her. And you know what? She is obsessed with this song um, by Beyonce. It's called Break My Soul.
That was Break My Soul by Beyonce. Um, that is for you, sis, Miss Catalina. Did you enjoy listening to this podcast? 3CR is a community radio station, and you, the listener, are part of that community. Right now, it's our radiothon, and we need you to pitch in with a few dollars to keep the station going. We can't do it without you. It's easy. Head to 3cr.org.au forward slash donate. Your donation really matters. Help keep community strong for another year.